Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, part of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. In a few moments, our resident travel agent, Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions, will join us to discuss some of the COVID travel health insurance options that are available and what they cover. And if taking an expedition through the Arctic or down to the Antarctic is on your bucket list, you'll want to hear our chat with the folks from Aurora Expeditions who specialize in Arctic and Antarctic tours, among other things. So we'll see what they have planned for next year. And speaking of next year, next year marks the 80th anniversary of the Dieppe Raid by Canadian troops in the Second World War. So later in the podcast, we'll learn about a tour that will take you to the site for the commemorative ceremonies and some of the other memorials. But as we mentioned, we're going to start our podcast this week talking about COVID travel health insurance. So what kind of coverage should you have, and what do the various plans cover? So to answer those questions and to discuss it further is our resident travel agent, Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions. Good day, sir. Hello, Randy. Hello, everyone. Uh, Let's talk about uh, travel medical insurance, which uh, is always an important thing, but it's even more important these days with the COVID thing. So let's talk about some of the different policies available. I know that Manulife is uh, your preferred travel insurance provider. What does Manulife do that uh, other uh, companies may not do? Well, and surprisingly enough, talking to a lot of clients, uh, they may have a Manulife policy through their work as well. But again, it's different, just like Costco sells Manulife uh, in their travel side. But again, it's a different policy than what we sell. So little instances out there. The, the first thing I'd, I'd like to tell everybody is just double check with your insurance provider, because we're hearing a lot of people now, with, since COVID's been going on for so long, that they have plans through work for medical, and there is a COVID attachment to it now as well. But just ask the question, how much and what am I covered for so that you understand? Mm-hmm. Uh, then always give us a call and, and as well, and we'll compare. Like Manulife has their standard $5 million coverage for anything medical, uh, which works out really, really well. And in that, they've tied in uh, what they call their COVID-19 pandemic travel protection plan for medical, and it gives you an extra million dollars specific to covid so theoretically, you've got $6 million in coverage, but $1 million of that would be related directly to COVID because a lot of companies we're hearing have as much as you know 100000 uh WestJet still includes it in their vacation packages with their company to go till the end of October for $200,000. Uh, but again, personally, I'd rather be overinsured for a small cost to make sure that I'm going to get looked after because heaven forbid if it's serious, uh, even in you know a place like Mexico or whatever, <clears throat> it's not going to take long to eat up that $200,000. Well, especially if you have to be stuck somewhere for 14 days because here's a question now. So what if, I, uh, let's just play the what if game. What if I'm in, say, the United States, for example, and I test positive for COVID? Obviously, you wouldn't be allowed to go home because you wouldn't be allowed to get on an aircraft. Uh, so you're stuck there for 14 days, I'm going to assume. Exactly. You're going to have to quarantine until you can, uh, you know, test not positive or whatever. Uh, most airlines are going to work with you to get yourself back or whatever, but the quarantine and everything is going to be on your dollar. And that's the thing. Nobody has any protection that I'm aware of for COVID trip interruption or cancellation. And if somebody does, please call me. I'd love to hear about it. But as far as I know, because it's a known event starting back in March last year, there is no coverage for the trip cancellation or interruption. And that's where, again, we go back to Manulife or whatever. If you pre-protect yourself, uh, and again, this is more so prior to your trip or otherwise, uh, we have a premium protection plan which covers everything, including medical, everything like that. Uh, but it has an 80% 
cancel for any reason. Just gives you an idea of, of an option out there for a little bit of protection for that trip cancellation uh, part of it. But if you're in destination or whatever, yeah, you're going to be quarantined for 14 days and uh, pretty much on your own dime because I'm not aware of any uh, coverage or any travel insurance that covers for COVID-related incidents like that. Just supposing now I end up in hospital, this is where the medical stuff Plan kicks in. Plan would kick in, correct. Okay. And it's going to cover you. And, and again, that's where, you know, uh, again, I'd rather be overinsured. Uh, let the insurance companies fight about who's going to pay because if you have a plan through work, uh, they're going to pay the first chunk and then Manulife would pay the balance after that. But again, you know, a million dollars is a fair bet. That's going to give you some really pretty good uh, uh, coverage and uh, a little more uh, comfortability in, in your own mind. It's almost better to be sent to a hospital than have to quarantine in a hotel then, if you <laughs> the way you put it. <laughs> almost. Although a lot of other places are you know, going to work with you. Uh, I know, for example, the Sun Destinations, uh, a lot of the resorts will allow you to quarantine at the resort for free or for a substantially reduced rate for yourself. Uh, and if somebody has to stay with you or whatever, you know, they're getting a reduced rate as well to, to stay while you have to quarantine until you can get yourself back. So, I mean, you know, they're going to work with you the best they can. But unfortunately, yeah, it is at, at your own expense. Uh, so the rule of thumb, I guess, no matter uh, who you're booking with or if, you, if you're doing it yourself, make sure you got the coverage and ask questions uh, to make sure you got the right kind of coverage, right? Ask lots of questions. <laughs> Always good to chat. Ken Stewart from Crowfoot Travel Solutions. Thank you, Randy. Well, if taking an expedition through the Arctic or down to the Antarctic is on your bucket list, there's a company that specializes in doing just that. They're called Aurora Expeditions. And joining us now to tell us all about Aurora Expeditions and how they can help you fulfill that bucket list trip is Lisa Bertini. She's the National Sales Director for North America for Aurora Expeditions. The website is aurora-expeditions.com. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Randy. Great to be with you today and talk about travel. Yeah, I'm excited to learn about Aurora Expeditions. Give me some background on it and how it began. Believe it or not, we have been around being the pioneer in polar travel for over 30 years. We're actually celebrating our, we're going on our 30th birthday this year, and we have primarily serviced the Australia market. We are based out of Sydney, but that's... um, North Americans just haven't heard about us yet. So my role here is to get the word out about how what what they're missing if they haven't heard about Aurora Expeditions. Mm-hmm. Well, here's your chance. So how do you differ from other uh, similar com- companies that offer uh, expeditions and those types of things? Well, the first and foremost, as I'll repeat, we have 30 years experience. And so when you do an expedition adventure and um, environment, you really want to go with people that have been and done that before, because obviously, you know, Mother Nature changes her mind at any minute. So you have to be um, on your toes to make sure that the experience is the best it can be. The second thing is we have two brand new purpose-built modern expedition ships. They um, contain 100 to 130 maximum guests. The first one is Greg Mortimer, and the second one is the Sylvia Earl. They're sister ships. They are beautifully appointed, um, very comfortable, uh, great cuisine, great lecture system. But the point about our experiences is to bring people out to those destinations that we, we visit. So the ship 
is a, a great place to get from all of those different remote areas. It's definitely not the destination. The destination is the destination. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you don't want people sitting in their cabins when they're surrounded by the beauty and the nature. That's why they're there. Uh, your website does say global Arctic and Antarctic cruises, but it's more than just a cruise. Uh, it's, it's sort of a, a catch-all phrase. It's a cruise, but it's way more than that, isn't it? Yeah, I really, when I first talk to people, especially maybe of a younger sector, I, I, I always just say to take what you think of when you hear cruise and cross it off. And <laughs> some of uh, a huge market that we're getting from new clients who find us are actually people that are more comfortable doing land and uh, experiential travel. So the whole point of um, Aurora Expeditions is that we want to bring people out into the environment. We want to educate our guests with um, a great team of lectures, depending on the um, the destination. We have geologists, bio, marine biologists, historians, geologists, anything that ends in I-S-T, um, we have them. And they're right at the shoulder to shoulder with our guests as they're exploring these remote places. So people are learning the, the guests actually become scientists themselves, and our hope is that when they leave their, their trip, they become ambassadors for the protection of our planet with a greater understanding of why it needs protecting. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about what a, a popular or a typical itinerary would be. Um, again, your website says Global Arctic and Antarctica. That kind of says that the, you know, kind of gives people the idea of where you go. But what are some of the popular ones that uh, you take place people to? Well, our bread and butter is um, both the Ar- Antarctica and Arctic. For North Americans, um, we we attract a lot of people to our Antarctica program, and I think it's because of our variety and richness of itineraries. We offer nine to twenty-two day. Antarctica experiences, and we also later in the season offer fly sail, sail fly, or fly fly for those people that are just not trusting the Drake Passage, because as you know, it could be the Drake Lake or the Drake Shake. <laughs> so I think um, that's one one big attraction. And then also, many people find us because we have the greatest um, choice of activities on board. Um, including in Antarctica and the Arctic, from polar scuba diving to ice camping to uh, Shackleton's Crossing, which we're the only company that actually offers that. You follow the footsteps of Shackleton and his crew. And, um, you know, these activities, you need to be pretty well physically trained. Mm. Um, We do have to do a check. There are small groups. But we really feel that um, we, we want to offer those kind of push yourself to your limits in your in, in, that's comfortable for the guests. So we do also offer, if you're not interested in that, you know, you can try kayaking for a short time or join our kayaking program. But the activities are what really attracts new people finding us um, for the first time. In addition to Antarctica, we do the Arctic, as I mentioned. And then we also have a wide range of global voyages. And these were created because the Australia market, we had such a strong following and loyalty of passengers who have gone with us year after year after year that we wanted to add 
something every year that's something different. So what I'm really excited about for this coming season in 2022 is Alaska. Now, when people think of Alaska, they think, oh, inside passage. You know? <laughs> but we do the Alaska that you really can't get on the larger ships. We have the Aleutian Islands as a choice. We have um, the obviously the inside passage, but we go beyond that. And then also that combined with all of our activities really makes these extremely interesting um, programs. And they're somewhat close to home for many North Americans and Canadians. Mm -hmm. So um, we have also have, in addition to the Aleutian Islands, we have Hadagwai, we have the Dean River Channel. So some of those hidey holes that people just aren't used to experiencing when they think of Alaska, we really do the unusual and out of the ordinary Alaska. Mm -hmm. In addition, we're doing Russian Far East, Northwest Passage, and even the Raja Amplot for all of you um, divers out there. So in addition to our bread and butter, Arctic and Antarctica, we also have a couple of um, sprinklings of these global voyages that are really exciting. Well, and now getting back to your point about, uh, you know, being sort of fit for some of these activities or experienced in some of these activities, um, is that intimidating for some people? Like, like, how fit do I need to be? Uh, and I guess this is part of doing your homework that you mentioned to make sure that you're matching up to the right kind of uh, expedition, right? Yeah, we want you to personally push yourself. And what that means to yourself is obviously an individual choice. We are still somewhat of a mom and pop shop. So our team of inside sales consultants will help make that decision with you. Um, so we have it offered for people that are interested in it, but if people aren't and they just want to go experience what those remote destinations have to offer, we, we can offer that as well. Um, I feel that coming out of this pandemic, because I'm in sales, I have to always look at the glass half full. And I really feel that all guests are looking for somewhat of an experience-based travel mm. adventure um, with opportunities to push their own personal boundaries. And um, our activity program allows them to choose from a huge range of activities in the expedition space, but doing it to um, what they feel comfortable with. So what's included now with an ex a typical expedition? Obviously, you're, you're on board, cabin and everything like that, but uh, what's, what's included? I am proud to tell you that everything is included except for your air to get there. Um, port charges, fees, gratuities. Um, we serve um, wine and beer with dinner. We don't offer it for lunch most of the time. People can buy it, but we, the reason for that is that we like to keep people busy and off the ship exploring. Mm. So um, but it, everything that you can think of other than you know, specialty alcohol or spirits is included. And of course, we do have um, a small fitness wellness center on board both of our ships that you can get a massage after a day, you know, hiking around the penguins. Um, and that's, ex that's extra. And then some of these um, more uh, activity programs that are out of the ordinary are additional. But for anyone just wanting to go with us, and explore, it's pretty much all-inclusive, including pre and post and transfers as well, which is also, you don't want to have an adventure getting to the ship. So we're, we've taken that out. Nice. 
the website is aurora-expeditions.com. Lisa Bertini is the National Sales Director for North America for Aurora Expeditions. Sounds like a, a fun adventure, Lisa. So here's to a, a good season ahead. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And um, let's look forward. Well, next year marks the 80th anniversary of the Dieppe Raid by Canadian troops in the Second World War. To mark the anniversary, Battlefield Tours has a trip planned in August of 2022 called Dieppe 80. So to tell us more about the tour and what it entails is Samantha Cowan, who is with Battlefield Tours. The website is thebattlefieldtours slash Dieppe 80. Hi, Samantha. Hi. How are you, Randy? I'm fine, thank you. How did you become involved in this tour? Oh, my goodness. Uh, A good number of years ago, a wonderful woman named Jane Poulton uh, came into our office um, in Toronto. She came in and she had a book about her father, um, who was a prisoner of war. Um, He was a survivor of Dieppe and uh, spent the remaining years of the war in a prisoner of war camp in in Poland. Um, So her childhood, she grew up with him. Uh, with this memory. And in his later years, she sat down with him and wrote a book about his experience. So um, she came to us, goodness, 2015, maybe? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't remember. Maybe 2014? I can't remember now. But uh, she came into our office one day and she just said, listen, I, I wrote this book about my dad. And I'm looking for tour operators who will help support me in making sure that every man is remembered. And that's the name of her organization. And and she still works so tirelessly at finding and retracing every single Canadian family that has a direct relation to the Dieppe raid. Um, And what she wanted to do was bring all these people together and bring them to Dieppe. And for a lot of these guys, it would be their first time um, in Dieppe. Um, but these are the, you know, sons and daughters mm-hmm. and grandchildren, you know. And well, I've been working with Diep for years, so uh, for me it was a, an incredible honor. Yeah, just a natural fit, I would think. Uh, so the date is August nineteenth uh, next year. That's the eightieth anniversary of the Diep raid. Uh, we won't go into details of the raid itself because I want to get. I want to talk more about the tour, sure. and and yeah, as time goes by, obviously uh, there are less and less veterans around, so it's very important to uh, keep their memory going, isn't it? With tours like this, uh, one hundred percent. I mean, and it has such a profound impact, especially with the families when you meet a Canadian that has a connection to any of our military history. I mean, the profound impact that it's had. Um, on these generations after, you know, we're, we're talking 80 years ago, but still a lot of that impact is still there and it, it's still something that you can see. Mm-hmm. So for us, it's so, so important. I mean, even in COVID, it didn't matter that we at least continue telling the stories, um, connecting with individuals, uh, connecting them to Europe and these places where, you know, Dieppe is a perfect example of a place in Europe that remembers and honors Canada and their sacrifice. 
And uh, I always thought that was so special. I think that for anyone, regardless if you have a connection to our military history, you should see what people in Europe, these small communities in Europe, feel and, and think about Canada. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a profound experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about the tour itself. Uh, one of the things I do like about this tour is the timing. You're actually going to be there on the anniversary date. I think that's really cool. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, because we want to celebrate with, I mean, in Dieppe, especially in the summer, especially for that day, it is a big celebration. And um, yeah, to be there with our friends again, both Dieppe citizens and Canadian citizens, it's going to be special for sure. Let's uh, go over the itinerary with the amount of time that we have here. Uh, when does the tour start and uh, and where do we go? I, obviously, the Dieppe site is one of the, the main uh, components of it, but there's other places you go to too, right? Yeah, we start in London. Um, we're going to Bletchley Park first. Uh, we arrive on August 13th and we go up to Milton Keynes. Um, I think what's special about the tour it, it, starting in London is we're going to start to see what the Canadian regiments did through the training. We're also going to talk a lot about the Enigma code. Um, We're going to go to Portsmouth. We're going to go to Aldershot and see where the Canadians lived and trained for the years before the Dieppe raid. Um, Especially, I think what's going to be really exciting is that David O'Keefe, professor and historian David O'Keefe, will be joining us. Um, for the tour and will be with us at Bletchley. And, you know, he went on to uh, write One Day in August, a phenomenal book about the raid. He did, He's done some incredible work. And he also has a wonderful documentary on the History Channel about um, Dieppe called Dieppe Uncovered. So we'll be talking a lot about his findings, his research uh, when we're in London specifically. Okay, so, so we start in London and then where do we go? Uh, we travel through to Portsmouth on the coast. Um, then we'll take the channel. We'll take the ferry across to Dieppe. So from New Haven to Dieppe, we'll travel, um, see the cliffs at the end of the night and arrive in Dieppe that evening. And then we'll spend the rest of our time in Dieppe for the celebrations and the commemorations and the explorations there. And then we finish our tour in Normandy. So we will be making a connection with Juno Beach. The Juno Beach Center has a an exhibit going on next year about mm-hmm. yet. So that will be really wonderful to go to Normandy beaches afterwards and kind of complete that story. We end in Paris, but there is an extension for especially for the families to go to Poland um, to see the uh, Stalag B campground, the compound that the POWs were in. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I was going to mention that there is an extension to Poland that uh, if you wanted to, you, can, you could add that in there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's an option. Um, although I'm, you know, blown away by how many people are choosing to go do the full thing. Um, so a lot of more, more travelers are choosing to join us in Poland, which is great. There's so much we can do in Poland Oh, what a wonderful place. <laughs> Such a wonderful place. Uh, so let's talk about the nuts and bolts of it. How many spaces? Um, and obviously, while well, you're mentioning, it's booking up uh, quite quickly, which is good. How many yeah. days? What's included? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's an 11-day tour. Um, with the trip extension, it's a 14-day tour. 
Um, as you mentioned, it, there is limited space available with COVID uh, precautions and things like that. We mm. do have to keep our groups fairly small. So we'll open more coaches as we see fit, but keeping the groups very small. Um, accommodation is included, of course, four-star accommodation. All your entrances are included. Your flight um, from Paris to Krakow, if you're doing the Poland extension, your flights are included. The ferry to get to Dieppe is included. Our, our whole team will be there. So uh, our Battlefield Tour managers, um, David O'Keefe and Jane Poulton will be joining us as well. Um, transportation in our executive coaches. We have ozone um, filtration in our coaches now, which is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, even outside of COVID times, I think that's, you know, I think that's really great. Um, and uh, most of your dinners are included. Most of uh, your lunches are included and all of your breakfasts are breakfast are so, included. So you get a big bang for your buck with all that inclusions. Tell me about the accommodations though. You mentioned four star, but uh, I'm always interested in the places they have in smaller areas in, in Europe. Mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, our hotel in Dieppe, we've been staying at for so long. Hotel Del Europe is what it's called. And it's right on the beach. It's right on the main landing beaches wow. of Dieppe. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's such their staff there are so wonderful. We really pride ourselves on working with hotels directly that, you know, there's, there's certain, there's certain things that we're looking at with our hotels and we, we pride ourselves on having these really strong relationships with them. Mm -hmm. So if we find a hotel that we love and, you know, I mean, the staff at Hotel de Europe, like they'll go out of their way. Uh, we always try to give them a gift at the end because they're just <laughs> so, I mean, they'll, they'll take their own car and, and, you know, one of our gentlemen was tired and didn't want to walk back, but it was too short a walk for a taxi. So the staff came out and, and got him in his own, like, you know, that's what I love about these communities is, they just pour their whole heart mm -hmm. into, yeah, and they get so excited when the Canadians are coming, you know, the Canadians <laughs> are coming. So, yeah, so four-star, I mean, I'm very excited to be staying in Milton Keynes in London, in um, England uh, when we're at Bletchley Park. That's a beautiful hotel as well. Um, yeah, I'm happy, very happy with our hotels. I'm so glad they're all hanging in there, you know. <laughs> Well, and the the good thing too is it's not till next year. It's almost a full year, so hopefully we can keep our fingers crossed, and some of the COVID things might be lifted by then, and make things easier on on your guests, right? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And again, you know, because we've been working with these hotels and these people in the ground in France and and in the UK for so many years. Um, we just, yeah, a lot of um, understanding. There's a lot of understanding. We've all been through COVID now. We all know kind of how this is going. Um, so it's been it's been very. Oh, I'm so blessed that it's been easier than I thought to <laughs> <laughs> put this together. And and so you know, whatever happens next year, everyone is very understanding. And um, yeah, it, it'll make it a very seamless process, no matter what happens next year. Well, people can find out more information on the tour. It's the Dieppe 80 Tour, and you can find uh, information on the Battlefield Tours website, thebattlefieldtours.com slash Dieppe. And Samantha Cowan is with Battlefield Tours. Uh, really appreciate you. your time and your insight, Samantha. Thank you. Mm, thank you, Randy. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. 
And that is this week's Informed Traveller podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveller radio show heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website at theinformedtraveller.ca. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know. Leave us a review. Tell a friend. And if you want to drop me a line, my email is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler. Or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.com.